there. This is Linda Dawson. Hello from Glenn Dawson, and you're listening to Preparing Our Heart for Worship podcast. Today we are looking at a song widely sang in country music programs all over the country. But the melody is actually has its roots in evangelism during a time of turmoil within the church. The lyrics go, What a beautiful thought I am thinking concerning a great speckled bird. Remember her name is recorded on the pages of God's holy word. And all the other birds were flocking round her, and she is despised by the squad. But the great speckled bird in the Bible is the one with the great church of God. All the other churches are against her. They envy her glory and fame. They hate her because she is chosen and has not denied Jesus' name. Desiring to lower her standard, they watch every move that she makes. They long to find fault with her teaching, but really they find no mistake. She is spreading her wings for a journey. She's going to leave by and by. When the trumpet shall sound in the morning, she'll rise and go up in the sky. In the presence of all her despisers, with a song never uttered before, she will rise and be gone in a moment, till the great tribulation is o'er. I'm glad I've learned of her meekness. I am proud that my name is on her book, for I want to be one never fearing the face of my Savior to look. When he cometh descending from heaven, and the cloud that he writes in his word, I'll be joyfully carried to meet him on the wings of that great speckled bird. The words of this song are in copyright, but the music is traditional and in public domain. According to Wikipedia, The Great Speckled Bird is a hymn from the southern United States whose lyrics were written by Reverend Guy Smith and transcribed by singer Charles Swin. It's a story about the conservative viewpoint during the conservative-liberal controversy in the church of the early 1900s. It's based on Jeremiah 12, 9. My inheritance is unto me as a great speckled bird. The birds round about her. Come ye assemble, all the beasts of the field, come to devour. It was recorded in 1936 by Roy Acoff. The tune is the same traditional melody, apparently uh, Arthur Unknown, used in the song, Thrills That I Can't Forget. Recorded by Welby Toomey and Edgar Boas for Gannett in 1925. Both the song The Great Speckled Bird and the passage in Jeremiah may be a, may be a poetic description of mobbing behavior of the birds and animal attackers around her. This conservative liberal controversy caused a major split that originated in the 1920s and thirties within the Presbyterian Church in the United States of America. At issue were foundational disputes about the role of Christianity, the authority of Scripture, the death, resurrection, and atoning sacrifice of Jesus. 
two groups within Protestantism emerged, conservatives who clung to the timeless validity of each doctrine of Christian doctrine and the liberals who advocated a conscious change of religion in response to the new scientific discoveries and the moral pressures of the age. At first, the division was limited to Reformed Protestantism, Calvinism, and centered around the Princeton Theological Seminary, which had split into Westminster Theological Seminary, but it soon spread, affecting nearly every Protestant denomination in the United States. Denominations that were not initially affected, such as the Lutheran Church, eventually were embroiled in the controversy, leading to a division in the Lutheran Church. By the end of the 1930s, proponents of the theological liberalism had at the time effectively won the debate. With the liberals in control of the mainline Protestant seminaries, publishing houses, and denominational leaderships in the United States, more conservative Christians withdrew from the mainstream, founding their own publishing house, such as Zondervan University, and such as Biola University, and seminaries such as Dallas Theological Seminary and Fuller Theological Seminaries, This would remain the state of affairs until the 1970s, when the conservative protestantism emerged on a larger scale, resulting in the rise of conservatism among the Southern Baptists, Presbyterian, and others. This song's lyrics were written by the Reverend Guy Smith, a minister of the gospel in Springfield, Missouri. He was a traveling evangelist in that area. The song's unusual title and lyrics were inspired by Jeremiah twelve nine. Mine heritage is unto me as a speckled bird. The birds around are against her. Come ye, assemble all of the beasts in the field, come and devour her. The song was popularized by Roy Acuff, who had heard it from a little-known group called the Black Shirts, who used the same English folk tune as the Carter family's 1929 top-ten pop hit, I'm Thinking Tonight of My Blue Eyes. Eckhoff is to report if I paid a group member 50 cents to have the song transcribed for him. It became the most requested number of his group, Eckhoff and his crazy Tennesseans, and the rest is history. Akoff and his group published the song in 1936. From the classic country music stories, we find the lyrics by Guy Smith Melody, traditional, and Roy Akoff and his crazy Tennessean song, The Great Speckled Bird. In, er- in early 1937, Roy Akoff was a former baseball player turned struggling medicine show singer when he heard about an obscure musical group called the Black Shirts. Used uh, much different lyrics with the same English voice of the Carter family in 1929, top 10 pop 
pop hit, I'm thinking tonight of my blue eyes. A cop was captured by the new song's message and symbolism. He paid the singer Charlie Swin a very hard-earned 50 cents to transcribe the song in words. It was probably the best half dollar Roy had ever spent. Within the weeks this new song, The Great Speckled Bird, would become Acoff's and his crazy, crazy Tennesseans' most requested number. He even sang it on the first Grand Ole Opry guest shot. Knowing very little about The Great Speckled Bird's origin, Roy began to dig into its history. Tracing the song's roots revealed that the religiously formed story had been composed by a minister named named Guy Smith, a traveling evangelist in Springfield, Missouri area. Acuff also discovered that the song's unusual lyrics had been inspired by the 12th chapter, 9th verse of the book of Jeremiah. Mine heritage is unto me as a great speckled bird. The birds round about are against her. Come ye, assemble all the beasts of the field, Come to devour. By October 1937, the American record companies, William R. Calloway, had also heard several different versions of the Great Speckled Bird. It was both his and ARC's belief that this would be a great song in the hands of the right recording artist. Upon listening to Acuff's version, Calloway knew that he had found that perfect match. Roy would later remember that he wasn't signed because of either his outstanding voice or great fiddle talent. Instead, the record label used him because they believed that he could deliver the great speckled bird. As we study the history of the church that we find around this old tune, we can see liberal thinking crept into the church all through history. Yet there was always that remnant of believers that hold to biblical truth unmodified as it's originated, pulled out and set itself away from those who erred from the truth. When we examine it carefully, it, it is the love of sin that always causes the divisions. The justification of some favorite sin enters into the thinking of those who will not set it aside so that soon it is a part of their doctrine. The Great Speckled Bird was written as a song that expressed the feelings of the conservatives within the church during this time of turmoil. It's a reminder to us to read and know the Bible. It's better to stomp out the very thought of sin at the time of its inception before it has time to take root because it will take root, and like a weed, it will spread and take over. We need to remember our carnal sin nature. Mankind loves sin. It is our natural condition. It's only in Jesus that we have this new nature and new life. You know, Linda, if folks hadn't put on the new nature of Jesus Christ, they wouldn't have had a chance. It's the place to start, isn't it? Yes, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the light. No man cometh to the Father except through me. 
Jesus loves us so much, he made a way for us. Yes, if we come to him convicted that we are sinners, lost without hope, ask him to forgive us and take control of our lives and sincerely mean it, he'll forgive us. And he'll come into our lives in the form of the Holy Spirit. As we give him to control of every corner and crevice in our life, he provides us direction. He has given us a manual for, for this life. It's called the Bible. And he is the all-knowing, living God, maker of the mu universe and all that is in it. He's talking to you for real. He loves you. And he's gone to heaven to make a place for you to live with him forever and ever. If you just accept the truth and trust him right now. Glenn, would you play the great speckled bird on the sax? I'd be glad to.
We really enjoy doing these podcasts for you every week. Yes, and we enjoy playing those old songs, too. It's nice to have our friends drop in and listen. It's especially nice when folks like us on the places they listen to us on. It lets our distributors know that we are among those podcasts that are liked. Let me share something else with you, too. We're gearing up to take our podcast into the video domain, too. We'll let you know when this happens. We're also going to start having visitors drop into the studio occasionally to share with you. Also, if you enjoy our music, you can listen to us anytime by searching for the music of Glenn Dawson. Also, you can see all of our podcasts that you'd like to go back and listen to at www.glendawsonea.com. That's all one word run together. We'd like to thank the many churches that share our podcast on their Facebook pages. Anyone can share any of our work online that you want to. That's correct, Linda. We're nonprofit. That's a 5013C nonprofit. And we're located right here in Lexington, Kentucky. And we're totally responsible for the content of this podcast. We are surely glad to have been with you today. And we certainly look forward to your coming back anytime. We'll see you again next week. Bye, Bye for, for now. now.